0: All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 28th of August. It's looking like it's going to be a busy start to the trading week with the annual general meeting of Reliance Industries set to kick off at 2 p.m. today. And that stage is usually used to make several strategic announcements. You'll find all of the updates live on BQ Prime. Now, turning to the top news, the government is contemplating increasing the tenure of public sector bank chairpersons. A finance ministry official speaking to BQ Prime on condition of anonymity said that the extension of tenures of managing directors of public sector banks to the age of 62 from 60 is also being discussed. The discussions are fluid at this stage and nothing has yet been finalized. But this comes at a time when the SPI chairman Dinesh Khara's term is set to end in October. Moving on, the government is said to have received representations regarding the inclusion of electric vehicles under the priority sector lending category. An official told BQ Prime that the government is looking at reworking the PSL or priority sector lending requirements for banks and the matter will now be discussed with the Reserve Bank of India. In other news, the government has decided to not allow exports of basmati rice below $1,200 per ton to restrict possible illegal shipment of white non-basmati rice in the garb of premium basmati rice. In a statement on Sunday, the government or rather the Commerce Ministry said that it has directed trade promotion body APEDA, to not register contracts below $1,200 per tonne. Now here's an interesting move by the market regulator, SEBI. It has proposed to bar regulated entities from associating with unregistered financial influencers to protect investors. In a consultation paper, the regulator is proposing to disrupt the revenue models of such finfluencers so that the ecosystem will see a reduction of what it calls perverse incentives. Among other things, it has proposed that no SEBI registered intermediaries or regulated entities or their representatives should directly or indirectly have monetary or non-monetary association for promotion or advertisement of their services or products with any unregistered entities, including Finfluencers. In news on the economy, India's foreign exchange reserves dropped below the $600 billion mark for the first time since the 7th of July this year. As of the 18th of August, they stood at $594.8 billion, according to the latest RBI data. In international news, China's economy was meant to drive a third of global economic growth this year, so its dramatic slowdown in recent months is causing investors around the world to worry. Policymakers are bracing for a hit to their economies as China's imports of everything from construction materials to electronics slide. Global investors have already pulled out more than $10 billion from China's stock markets. That's based on a Bloomberg report. Now, in response to that, China has lowered the stamp duty on stock trades for the first time since 2008 and pledged to slow the pace of initial public offerings, among several new measures, of course, to woo investors back to its flagging equities market. While a major economic slowdown in China is bad for the long run. In the short run at least, it could lead to a softening in commodity prices including crude oil and that could be seen as a positive. In international markets, it's a strong start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region with all three early rises in the green. In fact, the Nikkei 225 in Japan was higher by 1.75% last I checked. And this after the US equity markets ended last week on a strong footing. And with that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Cues seem to be positive. What are you focusing on at the start of the week?
1: Good morning, Alex. Um, it's a, it's an interesting uh, week simply because we're just coming off Jackson Hole. And uh, the queues, therefore, for the market, as you said, seem to be a bit positive. So we'll we'll kind of move along. With how the globe does or how the globe is doing remember u.s market shut shop values and Asia is not doing all that bad so therefore not too much to complain about at the start of the trading day per se save for what happened last week right on friday nifty declined 121 points volatility inched up bank nifty came off broader markets came off so it wasn't the the best of Fridays. And the supports, you know, are very varied for the nifty. The highest put OI is at 19,000 strike, by the way, followed by 19,300. So even uh, traders are pricing in the possibilities of the index, uh, possibly even headed lower uh, all the way. Doesn't mean that it will, but I'm saying that people didn't think of this as a possibility. And now that is also in the realm of things. And you know, the strength in DXY, 10-year bond deal at 4.25, all are short-term negatives for FPI which if, And add to that the weak monsoon. So we have a bit of a fight on our hands. Let's see how it shapes up. What about stocks to monitor in the session today? I think that's the key question. Uh, so to my mind, the key stocks in focus are Zomato by virtue of multiple reasons, uh, possible delivery fees as per channel checks indicated in the Morgan Stanley note, two rupees or three rupees in select cases, or for the fact that Zepto now has unicorn status. And that means that Blinkit possibly has value um, or the soft bank stake likely coming and getting absorbed sometime soon. So Zomato remains a stock in focus. The Adani Group stocks remain in focus. They've taken a bit of a soft turn the last two days, uh, but the SEBI findings that came out, the SEBI messaging that came out seems to be, as per what some experts told me, uh, not that of an issue. Uh, it's This is all assumption, of course, but the stocks went down on some assumptions. People tell me that there might be a bit of a reversal. Standard disclaimer, of course, the Adani Group owns Quintilin Business Media, which is the owner of the platform on which you are listening to this podcast. And Reliance Industries, because of the AGM, remains in focus. So those three, watch out for those. Some some stocks in news includes a Linda India, which has received an NOA from sale for installation of 1,000 tons per day, cyrogenic oxygen plant, uh, or LNT, which has received shareholder approval for a proposal to buy back shares up to 10,000 crores, a record date of September 12th. Um, or PSU banks, because the government may raise the retirement age of bank CEOs by two years, as per Reuters. In fact, in SBI's case, there is a 10 month extension in the offing, likely. And some brokerage notes uh, include uh, the Morgan Stanley note on BPCL, wherein they say that it's a paradigm shift in earnings outlook, and they've raised the target price to 485 from 425. So these are all. Uh, interesting stocks to monitor today. Watch out for banks, of course. Bank Nifty did well last week and multiple notes over the weekend talking about why private banks in general, HDFC Bank in particular, are all looking very interesting value buys. Let's see if it indeed plays out. With this, it's back to you,
0: Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.